0: Hello and welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, September the 19th. 9 19 2023, the third of four Tuesdays this month, which is just flying by, and it's National Voter Registration Day, a very important day. The first National Voter Registration Day was back in 2012, and since then, volunteers have facilitated the registration of hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of voters across the United States. Make sure you are registered to vote very very important it's also talk like a pirate day and on the food calendar matey it's national butterscotch pudding day which i don't think i've ever had so i probably shouldn't knock it too much but it just doesn't sound that good to me and i like pudding i just don't know if i like butterscotch pudding every tuesday of course is taco tuesday and that always sounds good to me potentially higher interest rates coming our way that also doesn't sound good the federal reserve kicked off its two-day policy meeting today will announce its decision on raising rates again or holding them steady among what it says is persistent inflation levels
1: bidenomics is about building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up not the top
0: down that announcement will come tomorrow And the U.S. military has confirmed the missing F-35B stealth fighter jet was found after crashing in Williamsburg County, South Carolina. That's about two hours northeast of Joint Base Charleston. The $120 million aircraft, as you know, went missing after the pilot ejected due to what the commander called an incident on Sunday. Stealth aircraft are nearly impossible to track on radar, an obvious benefit Until you actually need to find one. It does have some kind of location transponder on it. To track the aircraft. Which they say wasn't working for some reason. In an appeal posted on social media Sunday, Joint Base Charleston asked the public to contact the base if anyone had any information about the Jets' whereabouts, as we discussed yesterday. South Carolina Congresswoman Nancy Mace posting on X, we knew the F-35 was stealth, but this is ridiculous. Fortunately, and most importantly, no one was hurt, at least that we know of. The five Americans detained in Iran on espionage charges are back in the United States today after they were swapped for the release of five Iranians held in the United States and the unfreezing of $6 billion in Iranian funds. This is Iranian oil revenue that was held in South Korea as part of the sanctions against Iran. We get more from Eric Bolling.
1: Well, if you ever wonder if a deal brokered by Joe Biden and his useless leftist minions was a good one, it's not. But if you ever wondered, you can always err on the side, assume the deal was bad for the country. After all, Joe left behind a vast array of weapons for the Taliban. Joe let a Chinese spy balloon make its way across the country for days for certain, whereas the previous president was America first. This president swing the pendulum in the opposite direction. America last is always the first instinct of Biden, which is why when you see 6 billion billion U.S. dollars go into the hands of Iran in exchange for five hostages, you can rest assured that his was a no good, very bad deal for the country. The deal? America got five prisoners back. Okay, Iran got five prisoners of their own and six billion dollars. They're calling it a prisoner swap. So then why were six billion dollars added to the mix, funding one of our greatest enemies? Let's bring in Peter Navarro, former Trump White House advisor and author of Taking Back Trump's America. Pete, um, it just blows me away. Obama did it. Yeah. He sent he sent 100 sure. billion dollars in in cash yeah. on on pallets uh, v- via a C-130 C- C- transport plane. Gave him 100 billion dollars. This guy wants to give him 6 billion dollars for 5 against 5. Why do we constantly getting are we getting used by these dictators when it's a democrat?
2: Yeah. yeah, this was the original John Kerry shame. Let's set first what 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 did Donald Trump do? We we had a policy that we would seek to bankrupt the Iranian mullahs so that they would not build nukes to ruin Israel and the Middle East. Yeah, that was our policy. So Kerry comes in with Biden. What, what are they doing here? It's like, OK, five for five prisoners. OK, but then, as you said, Eric, they added this six billion dollars. They're giving them the six billion uh, as the Iranians said, for anything they want. So this is like the $6 billion. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's criminal that our, our taxpayers should have to pay for that. I mean, it's just insane. That's John Kerry's insanity. If that's true, you're right. That's,
1: that's insanity. That, that, that's
2: worse than criminal. By the way, if you take the
1: $6 billion, we had five for five exchange, but we gave him $6 So that's, that's about yeah. $1.2 billion bounty on every American head going forward yeah. that, that makes a no mistake ransom. Thought our of going policy to no Trump. To Final thought, Pete.
2: It's just such a failed foreign policy, and we're, we're basically giving away the world to the worst kind of rogue nations. And it's just elections have consequences. When the Trump administration, this never would have happened. And by the way, Ronald Reagan, when he took over from Jimmy Carter, what's the first thing that happened? The, the hostages got released, and we, had, we didn't give them any money. Former Trump trade
0: advisor Peter Navarro on the balance with Eric Bowling And Bianca De La Garza spoke with former NBA player and human rights activist NS Cantor Freedom.
3: Obviously, you know... Bringing Americans home is something that no one is going to dispute is a wonderful thing for these families are reuniting them. Some of the family members were able to meet them in Doha, and I'm sure it was just emotional and, and as you would expect. But there's controversy over this deal because it does unfreeze six billion dollars in Iranian assets. Uh, this is a country that is our enemy. Uh, they death to America. They are obviously terrible to their own people. But we know since this prisoner swap and many say this just made the uh, bounty on Americans heads even higher overseas. What is your reaction to this deal by the Biden administration?
4: I mean, just like you said, so the Biden administration has struck a deal with uh, Iran to swap prisoners and release six billion dollar in frozen uh, Iranian funds. I think It's ridiculous because the United States classifies Iran as a state sponsor of terrorism. So that's why the deal has garnered lots of criticism. I mean, of course we care about every American soul around the world, but I believe US should not be negotiating with terrorists. You know, releasing the funds will only feed Tehran's appetite to keep taking more and more hostages. And they will spend that money funding terrorist attacks against Americans and and our allies. So this will only greenlight Iran's illicit actions and encourage further hostage diplomacy, and also the only ones is going to benefit from the six billion dollar Khomeini and the IRGC. So for the Iranian people, it will only bring more oppressions, more arrests, more torture, and more executions. More arrests,
0: more torture, more executions. That's former NBA player Enes Cantor Freedom, who was born in Turkey, He recently adopted the last name Freedom, saying he wanted Freedom to literally be a part of his identity as he becomes an American citizen after becoming a vocal critic of Turkey and China and even criticized the NBA for its alliance to China. The Biden administration says the money, the $6 billion, is only going to be used for humanitarian purposes. And as I said last week, who is going to oversee that and how are they going to oversee? see it i think all americans america the citizens we should get a we should get a report detailing where and how the money's being spent meanwhile world leaders including president biden are gathered in new york today for the fall session of the un general assembly
3: the president believes that the companies must go further as as you just mentioned to ensure that record profits mean a record uh, contract
0: That's White House spokesperson Corinne Jean-Pierre at yesterday's White House press briefing asked about the United Auto Workers strike. Former President Donald Trump will be going to the battleground state of Michigan next week to meet with striking auto workers instead of participating in the second Republican presidential debate, which he would likely not have participated in anyway. But now he has a really good excuse as he maintains his huge lead over the rest of the pack. Trump's visit to Michigan is also apparently going to include a primetime speech. That is according to a person familiar with the plans who spoke with the Associated Press. The second GOP presidential primary debate is slated for next Wednesday. That's September 27th at the Ronald Reagan Institute in Simi Valley, California. And the front runner, Donald Trump, will not be there. UAW, that's the United Auto Workers Union, regional directors, Dave Green also spoke with the Associated Press, saying that the former president's actions during his time in office give him zero credibility with the organized labor, or with organized labor, I should say, and that he doesn't see any way the UAW would endorse Trump. It'll be interesting, though, to see how Trump is received by the people, the workers, when he gets there. For more on Trump 2024, we
5: go to Greg Kelly. Like him or not. And I think we like him around here, right? But even for the detractors out there, they can't deny it. The people who know politics know that President Trump is on fire. He is doing spectacularly well against really impossible obstacles. Seemingly impossible, but not for him. The latest in the polls. Number one, in their wildest dreams, could they ever have envisioned this with their indictment scheme, right? One indictment, two indictment, three, four dominating the Republican side and the general election campaign hasn't really started and that he's beating Biden. Yeah, not by a lot. But when you consider the entire media establishment, cultural establishment, legal establishment against him and he's performing like this, why? Now, why is he doing so well? He's Trump, number one. But number two, he is practiced and ready. He has been performing at a very high level in the 2016 cycle, in the 2020 cycle, and now in 2024. Media interviews, friendly interviews, hostile interviews, going to CNN, town halls, all that kind of stuff. You know, you sharpen yourself when you get tested. And he's tested a lot. Uh, Let's see. In the rallies out there all the time, meeting with the people, seeing them, seeing them react, seeing what's on their mind, gauging, testing. It all works. And this doesn't get enough attention. His staff, Jason Miller, his senior, I think he's the actual campaign chief. In 2024, he's there. In 2020, it was the same guy, Jason Miller, all the way back to 2016. It's not only him, but a lot of other people have been around the entire time. He knows them, he trusts them. They have also gotten better. They have, you know, you screw up initially and then you realize, okay, we're not gonna do that again. They have gotten better and better and better. Joe Biden, number one, he's never really been tested as far as, well, in recent history, he hasn't been tested. The 2020 campaign, safe in the basement, can't go outside or else you'll spread COVID and all that stuff, right? The silly circles, and who's on his team? I bet you Joe doesn't know the name of his own campaign manager, is somebody named Julie Chavez Rodriguez, okay? Where was she four years ago? She was a political director for the Kamala Harris campaign, not, the, not when she was running for vice president, when she was running for president, you know, the campaign that got zero percent, zero, and had to drop out pretty much in political disgrace. Greg
0: Kelly, host of Greg Kelly reports weeknights at nine o'clock Eastern and wake up America spoke with Wyoming representative Harriet Hagerman, a member of the Judiciary Committee about the Biden impeachment inquiry. We
5: appreciate you being with us this morning and I want to catch everybody up on a statement you released after McCarthy announced the inquiry just last week. You said, quote, that an impeachment inquiry is a serious undertaking and there are serious reasons for doing this. As a member of judiciary, I look forward to being heavily involved throughout the process. You are somebody who will be um, very involved in anything that happens moving forward. Where do you think this leads?
3: Well, I think that we need to follow the facts, and I don't want to jump ahead of anything. But the reality is, is that there is a lot of information and evidence that has come forward related to how Hunter Biden has not only compromised his father, but has compromised the best interests of the United States of America. You know, and it's something that I've said is that it's one thing to be a nepo baby and maybe get a job uh, because of who your mom or dad are in a mid-level law firm somewhere. <laughs> it's another thing to compromise the best interest in the and the uh, uh, national policy and national security of the United States of America because of the corruption of the Biden family that's yet that's where we are the point I keep making is that Hunter Biden had no skill set to sell he wasn't an expert on Ukrainian employment law uh, he didn't have an expertise in oil and gas in in, in the Black Sea what he had to sell was uh, was was access to his father and why that's relevant today is to what extent is our national policy and our national security being compromised by the deals that he cut and his contracts and agreements with the Chinese Communist Party, Ukraine, Ukraine, uh, Ukraine uh, Romania, Kazakhstan, yeah. all of these malign countries.
5: Yeah. I, I want to ask you about your colleagues because I think the focus that so many of us have is on Republicans and like whether or not they're gonna look at the evidence and follow the evidence. But what about Democrats? Have you talked to any of your colleagues who are Democrats who are uncomfortable with what we're finding?
3: not yet and by that I, I what I mean is I'm not sure that they're comfortable yet
5: even on judiciary
3: uh, even on judiciary what you find on these committees is anytime something gets uncomfortable for a Democrat the Democrats deflect they they what about Donald Trump what about this what about that it that that isn't the question this isn't what about ism this is about actually following the evidence and bringing in the witnesses showing the documents our jury is the American public we need to present this evidence to them so that they understand the level of corruption of the Biden family. Over 20 sham companies where they poured money from one bucket to another bucket, to another bucket, to another bucket. Over $20 million was paid to Hunter Biden as as part of the alleged work that he was doing around the world while his father was vice president.
0: Wyoming Congresswoman Harriet Hagerman of the House Judiciary Committee on Wake Up America. And let's jump over to the Senate, where every day is now going to be casual Friday. Thanks to Majority Leader Chucky Schumer and Pennsylvania Senator John Hoodie Fetterman. Chris Salcedo spoke about it with the well-dressed former
5: coach, Senator Tuberville. And in the institution you serve in, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, has now changed the dress code in an effort to lower the bar for Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, who dresses like a bum. Schumer now says senators can, can wear whatever they want on, on the Senate floor. Fetterman has been known to wear you know, shorts and hoodies to work, You know, tennis shoes. Isn't the fall of Senate decorum under Chuck Schumer reflective of the broader fall of our nation under Democrats?
6: You just hit it right on the head, Chris. This is just a small part of the decline of a new America. They, the Democrats, they do not like this country the way it is. Never have, and so they're changing everything from our statues, from military bases names, uh, schools names. They've infiltrated our education system, all the, all, all of our institutions, FBI, CIA. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. They would move this capital if they could because they just don't like it because it stands for something else. But changing, changing the dress code, I don't, I don't think it's as much for John Fetterman. It is that Chuck Schumer wants to show his power, that he can do anything he wants. Uh, so I hope the people across the country are just see and these little things mount up, OK? And this is not a little thing. It's a big thing to me, because when I walk into the Capitol and the Senate floor every day, I get tears in my eyes. I get emotional because I know what's going on there. It's so traditional, but this is so pathetic, and this just shows you how they dislike these globalist Democrats, dislike this country so much that they'll even change the smallest details of discipline and leadership. Uh, that our kids sit in the sit in the the gallery and and watch senators. Can you imagine now for these six uh, six and seven eighth graders coming in and and looking at our Senate floor going. Why are they wearing shorts, teacher? Uh, You know, why are they wearing hoodies? Why why, why are they in in flip-flops? It just absolutely makes no no sense to me. But again, everybody watching, this is your new America. Keep voting for these people, and this is exactly what you're going to get. That's Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville on the Chris
0: Salcedo Show, and I couldn't agree more. Hoodies and shorts in the U.S. Senate. It's ridiculous. It started with people wearing pajamas and flip-flops on the planes, right? I talked about this back at Christmas, people going shopping in their pajamas or just, you know, ridiculous-looking clothes, t-shirts to church, and now in the Senate. Senator Tupperville also demanding answers from the Biden administration on those military COVID mandates.
5: Senator, it's great to see you. We wanted to wish the senator also a very happy birthday today. Senator, uh, on, on these military promotions, well, thank you, Chris. are thank you, you getting the uh, transparency, I should say, that you have requested in all this?
6: Well, first of all, I'd like to call President Trump this morning and ask him to give that F-35 back because I know they're going to blame him for it. So we'll get that out of the way pretty quick. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the thing about the, the, these holes is Every day I hear about readiness this, readiness that. And yesterday, Mark Milley even said uh, on one of the talking head shows that, hey, there was no problem with readiness. So I'm sick and tired of hearing about that, but I am, as you said, uh, concerned about the readiness when we run 8,000 people out of the military because of a vaccine mandate, which should never been uh, implemented in our military. But that being said, uh, we're holding fast. I'm sure I'll get a lot of pressure this week. We're running out of time for Mark Milley. I think next week is his last week for the Joint Chief Chairman. And so they're going to they're be getting a little bit uh, fidgety here because he has to go. Somebody's got to take his place. But the Vice Admiral could move up and take his place. But I'm not giving in, so uh, we're gonna, they're going to have to find some way around it or just do these uh, promotions one at a time. Again, that's Alabama Senator
0: Tommy Tuberville, a member of the Armed Services Committee on the Chris Salcedo Show, and happy birthday, Senator Tuberville. I mentioned the Federal Reserve meeting back at the top. Stock markets are in the red thus far today as we await the Federal Reserve announcement. Again, that comes tomorrow. And the big news on Wall Street today is the IPO of Instacart. With an initial price of $30 a share that values the grocery delivery app, at about 10 billion dollars and you know it's going to most likely go up quite a bit from 30 bucks don't forget newsmax is available on most major cable systems and most streaming platforms if you are not yet watching newsmax for some reason thank you for listening to newsmax daily i'm tony marino i appreciate your time enjoy the rest of your day or night and keep on fighting the good fight news breaks
6: every minute